0: In a world that's constantly shouting who you should be, have you ever stopped to think, who am I? Really? I want to take you through eight powerful steps where you're going to uncover the true you. You're going to align with your deepest values and you're going to come out the other side with a new sense of direction and joy and fulfillment that you may have not felt before. I want to introduce you to Awaken Me A journey to finding you, which is a transformative experience. It's crafted by me, Amy Wine, an award winning marriage and family therapist, professional counselor, and peak performance mindset coach, and a business strategist. I understand how to help people find out who they are at their core. And this is designed to do that past all labels and expectations of other people, of who they think we are and who they say we should be. So isn't it time to find out who you are and get out from under of all the expectations of the roles you play and who everybody else thinks and says you should be and how you should act? Because I think it's time to awaken your true potential in life. So join me on this journey, hit the link below, and step into a life that you were meant to live. I'll see you inside. Get ready to believe that you can have it all. Time for yourself, the kids, your marriage, and your business. My name is Amy Wine. I am a Jesus-loving, married mom, CEO, professional counselor, marriage therapist, high-performance business coach, and a believer in keeping it real. Real life, real relationships, real people. I teach you how to live a life that represents who you are authentically, not who you think you need to be. Each episode, I meet you right where you are with time-tested tools and strategies so that you can find who you are in all the hats you wear and live your life authentically on purpose. This is real life, raw, sometimes ugly, other times wonderful and fun. I can't promise you this work is easy, but I can tell you it is totally worth it. Are you ready? Let's get started. Oh my gosh, this episode today is going to talk about something someone emailed me and something God delivered via a message via Bob Goff. Bob Goff does not even know that God is using him to deliver messages to little old Amy Wine. Bob Goff doesn't even know who Amy Wine is. Matter of fact, I didn't know who Bob Goff was until about six months ago. Everybody I know knows who Bob Goff is, but I didn't. So anybody know him, I'd love to say, hey, let him know. Changing my life over here. Changing my life. Still people learning about him. But here's this. All right. So if you've been listening to me just for a little bit or maybe a long bit, you know that I love helping high-achieving, Jesus-loving women design a life they love. Like that is what I'm about. I like talking about life. I like talking about marriage. I like talking about business, all the things to help you love your life. So here's the thing. For me to come out and say, I love to talk to Jesus loving women was very hard for me. So if you know, or maybe you don't know, and it's a resource you need to know, it's a lot of no's, is the first 50-plus-ish episodes were actually Marriage on Fire. And in Marriage on Fire, I sometimes talked about Jesus, but I sometimes didn't because something happened. I put a little thing in my first online webpage about the course that I was going to do. And I said something about going to church or asking Jesus this or that. And I'm going to tell you, I got slammed. I got slammed via email like you would not believe. And instead of standing up and saying, that's who I am, take it or leave it, follow me or not, I'm here to welcome you, whether you believe in him or not. I didn't, I hid. And I thought, oh, I don't want that kind of hate coming at me over the internet. And that didn't really sit with me very well. So when I was not feeling aligned with things and I was redeveloping who I wanted to serve, I got really real and thought, you know what? I'm just going to say it. I want to serve Jesus loving women. But I'm also going to tell you, I'm going to accept you, whether you love Jesus, you believe in Jesus, you don't believe in Jesus, whether you have another religion, whether you want to challenge me, you want to do, it's not my job to judge you. That's God's job, not Amy's job. So yes, I talk about Jesus and you don't have to stay, but you also can know that you're welcome if you do. But here's what happened. I came out and said it a little nervous afraid of the outcome. And I have met the most beautiful, wonderful, loving women first and foremost, before I get to what was emailed. I opened a sacred living Facebook group. You're welcome to join it. Put the link in the show notes if you're not on it. And I was so cautious about opening this group because I've been in so many Facebook groups, even just doing research and thinking about them. And I hated them. There's like some, I'm like, I got to get out of here. This is toxic. Even in the name of Jesus, this is toxic. And I am pretty picky about this group. As a matter of fact, I don't allow anybody to post on the wall without it being pre-approved. So a couple of reasons. I don't want it to get too negative. We're all hurting. I don't want it to get too negative too fast. I want to control that narrative. I've had Facebook groups before that did. And then everybody got brought down. No, I'm here to lift you up. So there's over a thousand women at the date of recording in this group we have not had one single problem yet not one they're authentic they're real they're loving some are more active than others some are messaging me saying i'm not used to this i'm not used to talking to other people or sharing myself awesome lurk away baby lurk away we're going to get you there but here's the thing i started talking about jesus and i started getting emails so one of them said i'm really interested in your awaken me a journey to finding you course awesome. I'm interested in helping you with that, but I need your statement of faith. Okay. She's like, I looked at your website. Yeah. Well, my website isn't done yet. People, I am only one person. (laughs) So I'm redesigning it from marriage to this, but then I have this course that has exploded. There's 3000 people on the wait list. It is all God, not me. Amy has not had time. She can't even get her website done. I don't mind writing and sending you a statement of faith. I have zero problem with that. Zero. So here's what I do have a problem with. I have a problem with this email I received who said, you, and I quote, are not qualified to speak about Jesus in your online course, because I cannot find your qualifications anywhere on the internet that say You know enough about the Bible to speak on this subject and teach women about their identity in Christ. Awesome. Thank you for the feedback, was my response. But here's what I'm going to say. I went to grad school in a seminary. Is that not enough? (gasps) Okay, let's be real. I thought the seminary was going to burn down around me the first year. Honestly, who am I? I am a nobody just a nobody. So I could let this person's words hit home, but no, mm -mm. no, Amy's fighting back because here's the thing. I don't care what your credentials are. I don't care if you have a laundry list of Bible things and knowledge and book knowledge, and you've written books, or you've written pages, or you've written Bible studies. I don't care. But here's what I do care about. I think that the best way to experience faith is simply to do what Jesus did. So instead of reading you my statement of faith, which I'm happy to give you if you want it, it'll be on the website whenever I get it done. Instead of telling you my credentials in grad school, because I'll be honest, they graded on a flipping curve. I'm there to be a counselor, not a theologian, but I did learn a lot. But I can tell you they had to have graded on a curve because I grew up with atheists. I went to church with the side of my family that was Christian so I could work in the nursery and bring home money. That was the only way I was allowed to go. So as an adult, I didn't know the simplest Bible stories. So what I did was started volunteering in the children's church and boy, I learned Bible stories. It was freaking fantastic. Y'all did not know the impact. So you're right to this person that wrote me. Thank you for the feedback was my response. But I am giving it now. I'm tempted just to send this message, but that would be, you know, rude and not Jesus-like, so I'm not. But here's what I think in the book of John, via Bob Goff today, now you're speaking clearly and without figures of speech. Now we can see that you know all things and that you do not need to have anyone ask you questions. This makes us believe that you came from God john sixteen twenty nine three so Bob Goff has a book. It's called Live in Grace, Walk in Love. And on November 29th, which is today, and I'm recording this today, his little devotional impacted me at my core. I just want to read you straight from Bob Goff's words because I don't want to paraphrase. I don't want to be seen as stealing his words. I just want to read you and then I'm going to tell you exactly how they impacted me today. When I first started following Jesus, people started trying to teach me things about faith. They said phrases like, Jesus died for your sins so you could be saved. I didn't really know why he had to die or what it meant to be saved, but I figured it was an extraordinary act of love nonetheless. I've certainly learned a lot over the decades about Jesus and Christianity, but I'm not trying to become a theologian. I'm trying to be more like Jesus and follow the example of his life. I find most of the big Christian words thrown around in some faith communities distracting, so I don't use them. I try to speak as plainly as I can so I understand what I mean and so everyone else around me can too. Yes, that was me. I think God understands that we need more than mere book knowledge and insider phrases to understand Him. He gave us the Bible and then He became a living example of it. He chose to be born and experience toothaches and fatigue, exclusion, oppression, homelessness, and poverty. He also experienced joy and laughter and rich friendships. Through all his human years, Jesus showed us how to live. He modeled love for us in a way we couldn't grasp just by reading or studying. He didn't come just to talk to people about heaven. He came to heal in the here and now. Love found his way to us so we could find our way to one another. He said to follow his example of laying his life down for friends so other people would come to understand what it was like to be held and protected in love. His life tells us everything we need to know about love. Our lives can teach us a bunch about our own faith. Learn as much as you want about faith, but don't overlook the joy that comes from living it. Are you ready to rediscover you again? You are made for more than being just okay. Do you feel like you've lost yourself a little bit between juggling the roles of wife, mom, CEO, cook, chauffeur, nurse, doctor, mediator, dog poop picker-upper? But you've forgotten what it means to be you. So let's rediscover who you are in him. You're more than a wife, more than a mom, More than a CEO, I think it's time for you to join me on Awaken Me, a journey to finding you. And this is a complete step by step rediscovery course designed to introduce you to the most important person in your life, you. Awakenmecourse.com. Sign up and come join me on this journey. Okay, Bob Goff is a genius. And why did this hit me home? so much because I feel in over my head coming out and saying, you know what, ladies, take a journey with me because I am going to teach you eight steps to rediscovering the most important person in your life, you. I can do that without saying a word about Jesus right? I, I can do that. I'm qualified. Like the person didn't come after me with my qualities on men, or my qualifications on mental health. They came after me on saying that I wasn't qualified to speak about Jesus. But I think anybody that loves Jesus is qualified to speak about him. And I'm not a theologian and I'm never going to be. And I don't like the big words. In fact, this is my story about the big words. Let's go back to grad school. Amy's in grad school for counseling in a seminary, and over her head, God has a sense of humor. Sense of humor, because there is no other way that I ended up in grad school in a seminary without Him. I didn't even know why I was there, but here's the thing. I'm sitting in a class with a professor. There's probably 30 people in this class. Most of them were pastors, because there was a seminary part, but the counseling students kind of crossed over, and we were required to take Bible classes. So, I had Old Testament, New Testament, I had a whole bunch. But this particular professor has written, I don't know, 19, 20, 30 books on the Old Testament alone. Crazy. Crazy. He's smart. He's a theologian. He understands it all. Amy Wine does not understand it all. I don't even profess to understand it all. I am sitting in a room, uncomfortable as I can be. Because there are pastors next to me, there are women's ministry leaders, there are people that have written books about the Bible in there with me. Like, there are some high-powered, experienced ministry people, just going to call people, in this room with me. <laughs> there was a joke, common joke, because I had a pad of sticky notes, thank goodness, because My only hope to pass this class was that I could type really, really fast. So I thought if I could type everything he's saying while I'm in there, then I could go home and let it sink in. Except for he was saying words I've never heard. I couldn't even tell you what they are today. I don't know them. It was like he was speaking a foreign language. So when Bob Goff says... I find most of the big Christian words thrown around in some faith communities distracting, so I don't use them. I just speak plainly. So maybe I'm not qualified because I don't use the big Christian theological words. But baby, I'm never going to. So if that is what you need from me, I'm not your gal. And I can own that this time and say it because I know I'm exactly where I'm supposed to be, doing exactly what God has asked me to be. And that is a fantastic place to be. So come at me. But here's the thing. Go back to my class a little bit. Sorry, I got a little tangent there. I'm a little fired up about this, if you can't tell. So I did not know the words. I looked at the guy next to me and I said, hey, can you spell that? And he looked at me and he wrote it down and passed it back. A few minutes go by. Hey, can you spell that? He spells it, writes it down, and sends it back. This goes on back and forth. I don't even have to ask him anymore. I just slide my sticky note over. Because i that's Greek. Like, I do not know what they're saying. But he obviously does. I am feeling really dumb in this class. I am feeling like I don't belong. I am feeling like, I don't know. I had so many negative feelings, y'all. Like, oh. But that went on for an entire semester. It comes time. I'm supposed to write like a 30-page paper on part of the Bible. And they're like, you need to look in all these things in the library. Commentaries, exegesis, all these things. And I looked at the lady to the next to me, and I love her. And she is a Methodist pastor here in Houston a really big church, her and her husband. She's written a few books. She's fantastic. And I looked at her and I said, hey, I hate to admit this, but what's a commentary? And she looked at me and shook her head. She said, girl, let's go to the library. She saved me. I had no idea what these things were. Wow. I own them now, people. I own commentaries. And if you don't know what they are, that's okay. You don't need to. All they are is people that have taken the Bible and broken it up into different things and tried to tell you what it means in plain language. (laughs) So she takes me to the library. She shows me everything. She gives me a tour. It was like a whole new world had opened. And still like to this day, those two people, the guy with his sticky notes, spelling everything for me, and then her taking me to the library changed my life. I still don't know why I was in a seminary school (laughs) for this first year. So When I graduated, it was like, okay. And then about, I don't know, a couple, two, three years ago, I caught an award from them for exemplary leadership and ministry. That meant more to me than anything anyone has ever said to me, because I wasn't supposed to be the girl in a seminary school. I wasn't supposed to be the girl doing this podcast right now. I wasn't supposed to be the girl speaking and teaching people about Jesus when she doesn't even know some of the basic stories. But yet here I am, because there's one thing I know is this is exactly where he's asked me to be. And oh my God, I can't wait. I cannot wait to deliver this course. And this recording's got to be coming out. Oh, this recording, even though it's November 29th right now, is coming out the week that the course launches. So I'm only selling it for one week. If you want to know about it, awakenmecourse.com. Go. Introductory price. It's only $197, 8 weeks live with me. I'm going to rediscover you with you, walk alongside you, meet you right where you are. If you want more information, that's where you go. If you don't, that's all right. You got free content here Come into the Sacred Living Group and you got free content there. I'm not here to sell you anything. I'm here to do what God told me to do. And am I going to get it all right? No. Are we going to talk about Jesus and who Jesus says you are? Oh, you bet your life. You bet your life. But are we going to rediscover you and have you feel what Jesus says about you? Oh, yes, sister. I'm going to teach you to feel it because I've been the person sitting in my backyard for six weeks broken. And I tell that story in the course. Broken, crying, could not name one thing that brought me joy. Not one. And my life was pretty good, so to speak. Should have been. So, why was I miserable? I wasn't living authentically me. I didn't even know me anymore. I'm living married roommate life with my husband. I am powering through to do lists and all these things, but not really living, just doing. I am super passionate about this. And I don't care if I'm qualified as another human would say it. I don't care if I make a mistake. I will own it. I don't care if you challenge me on anything I say, because I'll probably go look it up and come back and say, oh, you know what? You're right. I got that wrong. I'm good with that. Or else come back and say, you know what? Think about it this way. Because we get to have differences of opinions, but I'm just a nobody trying to tell everybody all about Jesus. You know the song, Casting Crowns? It's been my theme song for a year. I listen to it every day, every morning, five or six times. And that is what got me to here to this point to deliver this course to teach you about your identity in Christ. It's powerful and it's life changing and transformative. And in that, I'm extremely confident. I'm extremely confident in delivering that transformation for everyone. I can't do the work for you, but I can deliver it. I can deliver who Jesus says you are. I'm confident in that. You got to do the work. So, This nobody is going to tell everybody everything she knows about Jesus. And no, she does not know that much at all in the grand scheme of things. I don't know if that sells you or doesn't sell you, but I'm really not here to sell you. I'm here to be real with you and be authentically me. I am studying like crazy right now because one of the bonuses is all about women in the Bible. And I found women I never even heard of recently. But I'm doing my part. I'm doing the work to deliver you what I've been asked to do. So you're right. Maybe not qualified, probably not going to use big words, but if you want to join me, I'd love to have you. Talk soon. Okay. That wraps up today's episode of Couch Time with Amy Wine. Thank you so much for tuning in. If you're interested in continuing conversations just like these, visit my website at amywine.com. There you will find additional resources for high-achieving, Jesus-loving married moms just like you and the different ways that we can work together. Thanks for tuning in. See you here next week. Are you feeling like your marriage is more about going through the routine than the romance? Just the day-to-day drudgery of all the things and the chaos that surround you that you have to do? You're not alone. Hi, I'm Amy Wine, your marriage and family therapist and founder of Thrive Life TV, and we get it. Impact-driven achievers like you deserve a marriage that is just as successful as your business and your career. Your marriage is about more than just staying together. It's about growing together, laughing together, and reigniting the spark that makes you partners in every sense of the word. That is where Thrive Life TV steps in. Join me for exclusive sessions. We're gonna tackle real life marriage challenges from reigniting passion to deepening your emotional connection. We're talking real change, real results. It is time to transform your marriage into a thriving partnership that you both deserve. On Thrive Live TV, you're gonna find practical strategies, shared experiences, and that extra push you. Need. Are you ready to up-level your marriage? Visit thrivelifetv.com And let's bring the joy and love and yes, the fun back in your marriage. I'll see you inside.